The time is now. The year 2018. The show Dragon Ball Z Kai. The Watchers. Myself, Jeff Gerstman, and from New York, Dan Reichert. Dan, hello. Yes. Kamehameha. There you go. All right. Knocking it out of the park. Already yeah. out of the gate with this Dragon Ball information. Right. Like no, going right out off the bat like Dragon Ball Z Kai does, because that first two minutes is a whole lot, but I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah. So how did we get here? This Okay. So <sighs> I've... I am uh, for for those of you listening out there. If you if you have no, we're from GiantBomb.com, which is a video game yes. website, and uh, I have uh, I would not call myself an anime fan. No, Dan, would you? Uh, no, uh, in fact, I have spent the majority of my life mocking anime and giving it zero chances. Uh, but as time has gone on and I've become older and wiser, I, I have been introduced to certain. Anime uh, uh, shows. Mm -hmm. I've watched uh, a decent amount of Cowboy Bebop. I watched Akira, uh, and I've I've played a lot of Metal Gear Solid. Great. So that's kind of the extent. Uh, but but I, I do want to open my mind to new uh, entertainment experiences, and I know people feel very passionately about Dragon Ball. And here we are. Yeah. So this this kind of came to me through the video game, through Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, through yes. the release of that. Uh, and they're finally being a good Dragon Ball game, kind of covering video games for a long time. A, a ton of Dragon Ball games have come across my desk over the years, and the overwhelming majority of them are absolute trash. Yes. Uh, and, you know, like, I, I understand very little about the story and the characters and all that sort of stuff, but just on a fundamental gameplay level, they are usually bad games. People had nice, th nice things to say about Dragon Ball Budokai, I believe. Is that the over-the-shoulder one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, and I remember people saying that that game was not bad. And I remember playing it and going like this. I, all right, your standards are different than mine. Uh, I, th I think I played a Connect Dragon Ball game and it right. was atrocious. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Weird that it, a Connect it, it, game on top of that would also be bad. You know, I know that there's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. Um, so Dragon Ball Fighters is really good. Uh, I'm, I'm having a really great time with it. I, I'm curious to see how uh, it, the, the fighting game does with the competitive scene and. Uh, if it has legs in terms of uh, if that if that scene really takes to it long term. But I will say short term, just after its release, I'm having a fantastic time with it. And it looks amazing. And yes. that got me thinking, man, I should probably like I, I'm, I, these characters look kind of cool in this game. There's, yeah. there's some part of me that should I should probably check out uh, Dragon Ball. So, yeah, my anime experience, not that different from yours. Uh, my wife watches some stuff here and there, so I've been introduced to stuff like uh, Polar Bears Cafe, um, and and stuff that's way more low key uh, <laughs> than than any of this kind of you know action uh, you know action uh, anime that that is all the rage here in the states for the last right. couple of decades or, or whatever it's been. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of felt like the time was right, and I was like, man, it, it'd be good to watch these. And then after I watched the first few, I was like, I got to talk to about this to someone. <laughs> and then it turned out you were kind of going down the same road. Yes. And here uh, we are. I, I had a, a very similar thing at a very similar time. I, I started playing uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z uh, after you know seeing a lot of excitement about it, and and I like fighting games. I'm by no means like a competitive level dude, but I like a good flashy fighter. And uh, so I started playing it, and I played like 
three fights, basically. And I kicked the guy through a mountain, and everybody's screaming. Every attack threw, like, a billion fireballs. Um, I And I was just kind of into it. Like, even just looking around the character select screen and being like, what the fuck are these things? Like, I don't know the story of any of these. Like, I've heard the names before. I've heard of people refer to Piccolo and Frieza Yeah, you, and you, Gohan. you've been on Xbox Live long enough to see everyone's yes. gamer tags be SSJ3 Future Trunks and you know, all this other shit. What is SSJ? Uh, well, okay, so... Uh, is that that's, Super Saiyan? That's Super Saiyan saying... I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there, I think. Uh, so that that led us to this moment right here, <laughs> the first installment of our Dragon Ball Z Kai watchcast, All Systems Goku. Welcome. Uh, all Systems Goku. All Systems Goku. Uh, so we figured we would start here by just kind of, okay, let's, 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 uh, okay, through osmosis, we have encountered, like I said, some SSJ3s, some whatever the hell that... We, we've encountered a lot of Dragon Ball terminology over the years. So we have watched the first three episodes, so I think we we, we will be slightly tainted uh, mm -hmm. by that knowledge. But Dan, tell me yes. everything you know about Dragon Ball. Uh, beyond the three we've seen? Yeah. Everything, okay. everything you know, Everything you think you know about Dragon Ball just from time spent okay. in the video game business. Okay, I, I, I will specifically try to say things that uh, I, I knew or thought I knew before I watched these three episodes. Because okay. this, even things like Goku having a tail, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so there's Goku, right? Yep. He's a guy, he's really powerful. He's, uh, he's a martial artist, uh, and he's a good guy. He fights for good and justice and peace and everything that's right with the world. Uh, and there is a vast galaxy of crazy creatures that wish him ill will. Uh, and if they piss him off enough, uh, he goes super Saiyan, and it takes a long time to charge up. He has to charge up and scream for a while, and then he goes, it's like supersonic, which I... Yeah. Sonic and supersonic had to predate Dragon Ball Z, right? But I don't know... Like there was a Dragon Ball no, series no. before Dragon Ball Z. That, that's the thing. It is, is I, don't, I don't think it did. I think supersonic came after the fact. Was Supersonic based on a thing that happened in Hanime? I, pro probably. That's a pretty okay. safe assumption. It'd uh, be weird if Sonic was the first thing to do the big spiky superpower thing. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah. we don't so, know. So Dragon Ball, just, uh, you know, I will say here, not to just, well, I'm, okay, whatever. I'm not going to correct you a ton over this, but I will say <laughs> okay. Dragon Ball, the manga, 1984. <laughs> right. Uh, and, then the, and then the first animated series, 1986. And then Dragon Ball Z, 1989. So that that predates uh, Supersonic, for sure. Okay, yes. Okay. But we don't know for sure if anyone went Super Saiyan in Dragon Ball. I, you know, I guess we don't know that. So no. I, go ahead. Go okay. on. Okay. I'm sorry uh, for interrupting. I think we may be reaching the limits of what I knew before I watched these episodes. There are numerous levels of Super Saiyan. I know that. Okay. And All I knew right. there was screaming and fireballs. I knew I'd heard of Kame Kame Ha Ha, and I knew about the Over 9000 thing. Yep. Okay. But I, I don't think I knew what Over 9000 referred to, but after like the first five minutes of Dragon Ball Z, when no one shuts up about power levels, I was like, oh, I see where this is going. Right. I don't know the context, but somebody's going to be but, super fucking powerful and everyone's surprised. Right. Uh, yeah. So that that's, uh, yeah, that that's pretty much uh, where I'm at with stuff is like you see a ton of the names going around. And, uh, and 
let's see. There's I I learned relatively recently, I would say that characters fuse together to form new characters over the course of the series because that's what uh Seamus and Cesaro do when they point oh, at each other before the match. That is Wait, that's what that is? I thought it was something they, they're uh, doing the, the new day did. They're doing the Dragon Ball fusion. They're pointing at each other in the, in this way that I guess is very similar to uh the few the when characters fuse in Dragon Ball. Wait, so the bar is fusing? Yeah. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> yeah. Something like that, I guess. That's cool. Those guys are cool. Those guys, yeah. Um <laughs> let's see what else. Yes, there there are multiple levels to super I thought it was super cyan, but it is super saiyan, which seems like what, the way it's spelled seems like it would be cyan, uh but but I, there you go. So it's like you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Okay, I'll remember an, that. An so alternate name for this podcast. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so let's see what else. Uh, there's some stuff I learned relatively recently after the release of the game because we recorded some stuff out here and uh, Ben and Jan out here had seen some of it. And they said something that actually really grounded me for these first few episodes where, when they said Goku is basically Superman. Yeah. They that established he, that pretty quick. In yeah, the like he deal. he is sent from his home planet uh, as a baby, as an inf- as a small child, and is uh, crashed to Earth and raised as basically an Earthling, uh, and and then is kind of in, is kind of Superman. Um, yeah, I was kind of shocked when uh, they showed the the wide shot of Earth and and Goku's heading towards it, and I was like, wait, is that fucking Earth? Because that looks like North and South America. And I, from every image I've ever seen of this game, it looks like the most like space opera flying through the galaxy <laughs> on alien planets. And then it's just like, oh, well, here's Earth, and he like talks to a farmer with a Chevrolet truck, and yep. I did not expect any of that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, definitely. Uh, and and so the things I know from video games is like they a lot of the characters can. Fly fly or stand in the yes. air uh and, and that sort of stuff because in a lot of those snes fighting games they would they would have a stand in the sky and it was like man this is <laughs> terrible this is what a terrible game <laughs> um and so they had that fireballs obviously playing a big role charging playing a big role and so i, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you know you could definitely uh i think there are a lot of things that you see throughout fighting games that were probably very much inspired by a lot of this stuff as well oh, yeah. uh and, and and so you start to see some of you know, with with Dragon Ball's popularity and the time at which it came out, you start to like. I feel like a lot of other stuff that came later maybe starts to recontextualize a little bit. Where you're like, okay, all right, they. Not that Dragon Ball was the only thing with people shooting fire out of their fists or beams or or whatever, but yeah, right. kind of see maybe where some of this stuff happened. So right, yeah. So you and, know, and a crazy amount of influence when you when you look at that stuff because just staples of video games from back then from like Street Fighter and everything because Street Fighter One I never played much of Street Fighter One. There were Hadoukens and stuff yep. in that, right? Yeah, yeah. They uh, were they were harder to do because the it was just the the controls were worse. But but yes, all right. the same moves were were basically in there. But all that stuff would have been post Dragon Ball. Yes. So yeah. I, I don't know if so. Here's okay. I'm getting a lot of questions answered through watching this and talking about this, but it's also raising more questions. A, a lot of which has to do with what that first series was because they're showing clips in that opening thing of Kai. Where it's like, oh, here's like a kid Goku running with a bunch of milk and he's being chased by a T-Rex. And like, I, okay, so I've heard they don't even establish that Goku is an alien in the first series. So I heard it was really weird for people that watched the first series that all of a sudden this protagonist they've watched for three years, oh, he's an alien all of a sudden. We didn't really cover any of that. 
Yeah, well, uh, I mean, he had a tail. Like, there's something up with him, clearly. But, right. But, yeah, I, th- but that is so... We're coming in uh, by starting with... I mean, so for those that don't know, Kai, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai, is a re-edit of Dragon Ball Z, which is the second set of Dragon Ball... Se- uh, it's the second Dragon Ball series, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So Dragon Ball is really, as I understand it, a it, it's kind of a retelling of uh, Journey Journey to the West, a Chinese uh, a famous Chinese story that has been very influential. Games like Enslaved are basically retellings of of the same material. Or yeah, that was shocking by. to me yeah. because as soon as I, I read that it was Journey to the West, I was like, wait a minute, Enslaved was Odyssey to the West, and he had a tail, and yeah. I put two and two together, and I was like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah, the Capcom's game Sun Sun, uh, an old arcade game, but their first arcade game, I think, that came to the U.S. Uh, is is basically taking characters from Journey to the West and and putting them on screen. Uh, so you know that was very influential, and that kind of led to um, Dragon Ball in, in in some ways. So that's why they, they refer to him as Sun Goku because it's a reference to Journey to the West. Okay. Uh, and so Dragon Ball, as I understand it, is really more of a straightforward adventure and they get it up to wacky hijinks because it's like it's Goku and Bulma looking for the Dragon Balls. And is this on Earth? Yeah. So this is in, in some alternate reality where Earth is just lousy with these Dragon Balls or just seven of them. Like, I don't know if you can buy them in a set or if there are literally like, oh, if you lost the number four Dragon Ball, if somebody dropped it while they were water skiing, I guess no one can get the Dragon Wish anymore. Yeah, so my, I mean, based on when you hear Goku say in this uh, first episode, uh, because his son Gohan is wearing the four-star ball on his hat. Yeah, uh, that seems unsafe. Yeah, yeah. And he mentions like, oh, I've got the three and the six ball back at my place. Uh, (laughs) So I think the implication there is there's really only one set uh, and you must get the seven balls together. And I guess then you get a wish from a dragon. Um, right. And in the original series, some dude wished for a hot babe's panties. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that seems like that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so Kai is a recut of Z that uh, kind of uh, cuts out a lot of the fluff around along the way uh, is, is way the way I've heard it. Uh, there are a lot of episodes, kind of the classic thing you hear about Dragon Ball is like, oh, they spent three episodes charging up one fireball. Right. Uh, you know, so it's like every time they cut back to these two, they're just staring at each other and they're on <laughs> fire. And you're like, that's cool, but like, look. Uh, so this is uh, Kai is a much more manageable. Uh, I think it's 190 ish episodes. Yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a short version. It's the YouTube supercut. Exactly. Uh, so uh, and and it opens with this retelling. Uh, the, the first episode is is kind of a, a retelling of Dragon Ball. Uh, that kind of says like, okay, here's the story up until now, more or less. Uh, the, hey, the, Goku was a kid. He got the Dragon Balls. Uh, Bulma's there. They did some stuff. He ran away from a T-Rex with some milk or something, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of catch you up. And, and and so I think, you know, there's obviously some nuance that's lost along the way uh, because, like, questions I have coming out of that first episode, what the fuck is Piccolo? So Piccolo is, is an this alien. Is, okay, if this is Earth, okay, but think about this then. They are shocked that Goku is an alien. Right. And yet Piccolo just walks around, and they're like, well, whatever, I don't know. I think by the time, if you're talking about the first episode of Kai... When Piccolo comes down, I think they're like kind of used to like, okay, so we know Goku's weird and he knows a bunch of weird space guys or whatever. So like, I guess the shock has worn off now that they've already encountered one alien. I guess so. Yeah. But like the idea that like Piccolo or or, I guess this is Piccolo Jr. now because King Piccolo was in the the first (laughs) series. Um, It's all sound like NES bosses. King Piccolo. I mean, yeah. Like it's all, you know, like the source, you know. 
same era, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Uh, yes. So yeah, so that was kind of one of the first things I was like, okay, this kid was born with a tail. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that he used to go crazy at a full moon. Uh, and then they removed his tail. Like that's not okay. You know, like you have to know something's up with that dude at that point, where yes. maybe he's not on the level. So maybe that makes it less surprising. But, but I when, think he only really hangs out with like you know pervy old guy on an island and like an extremely uh, the, tiny island, by the way. Like yes, the, the yes. Kame house just sits on this incredibly yes. small patch of land. There's not even like a garden or a, a path or anything. It's yeah. just a little mound of grass it's, with the Kame house and on And then it. inside is just like this old dude and this bald kid getting wasted <laughs> watching TV. And wait, isn't Chi-Chi there? No, Chi-Chi is not there. Uh, Bulma shows up. Uh, wait, Chi okay. I thought he married Chi-Chi. He, he married Chi-Chi, but Chi-Chi and, and Goku live somewhere else. Oh, okay. So Goku doesn't live at Kame House. So the first episode, it kind of establishes, okay, here's how we got to this point. A very brief recap of uh, Goku's <laughs> father uh, fighting, I guess, Frieza in space. Yeah. Uh, and that whole battle <laughs> looks pretty rad. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, then they send Goku to Earth and they, they catch you up there. But then it's like, here's Goku as an adult with a son with Chi-Chi. And uh, Gohan, uh, Goku's son, gets lost uh, in the woods. Uh, gets up to some hijinks as kids are wont to do, and Gohan still has a tail. Right, and then okay, wait, so Gohan is the child of Chi Chi and Goku, right. but Bulma was like an old flame, right? From Bulma the original is, show, is the kind of the main character from original Dragon. Original Dragon Ball is largely Goku and Bulma going around looking for Dragon Balls, and Chi Chi is in romantic? it along the way. I don't know if they're romantic or not. I don't know. Okay, like some of Bulma's reactions when she sees that Gohan has a kid. And married Chi Chi because like kind of five years have passed since they've kind yeah. of seen each other. Uh, it makes me think that maybe there was something going on there in that previous series, but I do not know. Right. She wears a shirt that says Bulma on it. Yeah, and I have a note here that says I would consider wearing a shirt that says Bulma on it. <laughs> they probably the, make that. I wrote that. They, they, I'm sure they must make that. I want to get replicas of the Dragon Balls already. So that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I could put it on my desk and I'd be cool. Uh, you can put it on your desk. Okay, great. <laughs> you know, sold. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that first episode, yeah, um, is uh, kind of they they spend a good chunk of time catching you up, but then uh, you know, Gohan gets up to some hijinks. Goku rescues Gohan and then takes Gohan to meet his master, Master Roshi, who lives at the Kame House on the island with Krillin, who's the bald kid. And Bulma's well, there yeah. hanging out. It's kind of like a reunion. It, it's like, hey, five years later, let's all get together. It's like the end of Wet Hot American Summer, basically. I like that your definition of, oh, some little hijinks is he goes careening down a waterfall on a log and Goku has to fly down on his little fart cloud and save his son from certain death. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just hijinks, hijinks. The, you know, the type of shit that happens when you're in the woods. Kids will be kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then basically everything is interrupted by a, a strange man from space who crashes <laughs> in a spaceship. Uh, and I guess, that won't be the last time you say that. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's probably the first of many. Um, and yeah, so this other dude shows up wearing armor that is very similar to the armor we saw in the space battle at the beginning. So he's clearly of Goku's people. Uh, and he's got an, uh, one of those eyeglass things on uh, mm -hmm. that can detect power levels. I like that right off the bat, this thing is obsessed with the concept of power levels. Uh, this whole yeah. show, this, these, these whole, all, all three of these episodes are just this guy, uh, Raditz, uh, yes. saying, this guy's power level is 1300. 
Your power well, level one. His power level can change. <laughs> um, I really appreciate though that they give us they, they kind of establish what a power level means early on because he meets that farmer guy with the truck yeah. and he goes, Ugh, oh, this race has a power level of five. And so that gives us a nice baseline where it's like, okay, us, we're humans on Earth. Yeah. We have a power level of five. I mean, maybe like, you know, uh, you know, Vince McMahon's uh, eight and uh, I don't know, uh, DJ Qualls. Is that the guy from Road Trip? Yeah. Maybe he's a two. Sure. You know, yeah. so, but I mean, where well, you have a basic frame of reference for humans' power yeah. levels. So when you hear, like, oh, God, he's a 400, oh, like, holy, yeah. he's powerful. Over, overweight farmer with a shotgun is a five. <laughs> <laughs> and that yes. guy gets fucking smoked. <laughs> like, Just catches the bullet. Flings, Raditz flings the bullet back at this farmer, <laughs> goes through him, also kills the truck. <laughs> the true tragedy there is that it the goes Chevy. into the engine block of that Chevy, which is, yeah, seeing it literally say Chevrolet on the back of that truck was was pretty good. I mean, that should be the sticker, not Calvin peeing on a, a logo. It should be Raditz throwing bullets at uh, logos of car brands you don't like. Definitely. Uh, yeah, there's there's a market there. We should probably get <laughs> uh, get way into that. Uh, but honestly, like, I, my, one of, not to go back to my notes here, but like, I, I wrote here, I could watch 200 episodes about the life of that weird cigarette-smoking Chevy pickup driver. <laughs> like, I'm hoping was that that's... Was he farming? Like, I, he was, was he in a field, or was he just he, hanging out with a dog on a hill? I think he was in a field. And, okay. then, and then the thing crash lands, uh, Raditz crash lands, and he goes to check it out with his shotgun. And that's when Raditz gets out and says, like, you seem like dog shit, and fucks his shit up. Uh, also, he shoots a shotgun, but then Raditz just, like, has, like, a tiny little bullet I guess maybe fingers. it's just a rifle. I guess, yeah, it looks maybe, a lot like yeah. shotgun. But, hey, maybe he's got solid slug in there. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. Maybe the, you know, maybe the animators did not know that much about guns or America. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know, Chevrolet pickup truck, sure. Um, <laughs> that dude does get fucked up, though. That dude does does get fucked up. Uh, and, so, and, and so we're kind of left with... Uh, a, a relatively early cliffhanger there because Raditz shows up. We see he has a tail. We see Gohan has a tail and they say that Goku had a tail. And, and there's a little bit of like, like talk about the full moon, which mm -hmm. uh, like, are they fucking werewolves? What the hell is going on? There's like a brief well, they shot. Show that quick. Yeah. About the bear thing, right? Or the ape. It's a, yeah, I think it's a giant monkey. Right. That is what, another thing I've heard about this franchise is that all the, also, by the way, they turn they they turn into space apes when there's a full moon. Uh, so that is something I had not heard about at all. Yeah, uh, and and granted we haven't seen a lot of that yet, but uh, just seeing that ape show up the first time was very surprising to me. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a good cliffhanger. They they you know Raditz shows up and and you are like your view of Goku is forever changed. Mm -hmm. Even even over the course of these twenty two minutes, you're like, wait, I thought Goku was just a dude with a flying clot. Wait, I guess I guess Goku's more of a, than a dude, but I don't. Anyway, it's weird. Although you kind of get some foreshadowing, it's very subtle with episode titles like "The Strange Man from Space is Goku's Brother?" Question mark exclamation point Enemy from the Sky also brother. Like yeah, like yes. So three episode, sentences and very descriptive. Yeah, it's like a Bullwinkle episode. It's. <laughs> Tune in next time for The Enemy is Goku's Brother or The Secret of the Mighty Saiyan Warriors. Um, so that is that is that is the name of episode two. And episode two, Great. I think, is is a lot of talking. There's a, mm -hmm. they, they do a, a lot of work to kind of set the stage for what the fuck is going on uh, and kind of reveal what they're saying is the true nature of Goku, which I'm kind of taking at face value at this point that Goku was sent to Earth to fuck it up. But at the same time... 
the shot of them sending Goku away at the beginning seems more like the planet is falling to Frieza. Yes. yes. And not that they're sending him to Earth to to take it over or to kill yeah, they everyone. Weren't like, they weren't like programming him. It's like, all right, go do your duty. It was like, oh, fuck, you're going to die. We need to give our son a chance to live. At least that's what it looks like. Um, but conveniently, he hit his head on a rock, so now he doesn't know anything. Right. So that that is kind of the the other flashback there is that shows Goku as a as a small child with uh with his grandfather who is named Gohan, mm-hmm. um, and being incredibly violent. Which at that point you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. Is is what Raditz is saying actually true? That they are sending infants to plants to take it over? I suspect not. I don't know that he doesn't seem like a reliable kind of guy. Not at all, no. He seems like a, a liquid snake type of character to me. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, so th- that th- th- this is a lot of talking here in the second episode uh, where the, the, they cover the kind of the, the notion that Goku was sent there to exterminate all life on the planet and that there are only like four Saiyans left alive. Uh, but, and- but it should also be easy for someone of a Saiyan's power level to wipe out you know, billions of people as puny as, as earthlings. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, so Raditz is basically there to be like, what the hell, why haven't you completed your mission? Uh, to which Goku doesn't remember any part of it and no longer <laughs> has his tail and, and, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, did Goku ever question any of this? Like, I didn't get any sense that he, there was any kind of internal struggle about why he has a tail or why he's different. He seems to no. just be totally fine to fly around on his cloud. And Well, by this you know. point, he's probably come to terms with it. I, I wonder if that was maybe more of a, mm. a theme through Dragon Ball. Right, uh, right. Pre-Z. Pre uh, right. But, but we, we do not know. Uh, right. So, But this is a lot of new information for Goku and the people around him, who, uh, but also the people around him uh, seem to know a little bit more or like the, the light bulbs start going off for them a little bit before they start going off for Goku, which I think means that, you know, like they, you know, I, I, they, they probably cut his tail off to keep him from turning into a giant fucking crazy ape or something at some point. Uh, I wonder if he still does though. I bet he doesn't. Because okay, so he because he, he do yeah because he had no recollection of the, of like how of, of turning into an ape or anything like that. So my guess is that the, removing the tail took that from him, which I don't know what that means for Gohan, his son, who still has a tail. Right. Um, so here, pick. Uh, basically, th- this is the point where uh, Raditz sh- reveals that he is a dick, and he mm-hmm. takes Gohan hostage, uh, punches Goku in the fucking stomach, and lays him the, f- the f out <laughs> uh, real easily, and takes off. Uh, at which point, Piccolo, I guess Piccolo Junior. Uh, yes. I guess they just call him Piccolo, but yeah, uh, Piccolo shows up and says like, Hey, so the, the, the setup is that Goku and King Piccolo mm-hmm. fought in Dragon Ball. And then also I, my, my sense is that around the end of Dragon Ball is when Piccolo Jr. Kind of comes of age and comes looking right. for a now adult, uh, Goku, uh, and then they fight. Uh, so, th- you know, they haven't seen each other for five years is, is kind of the, how it's been established here that Piccolo has been off plotting and scheming and trying to figure out a way to get more powerful to come back and eventually beat Goku someday for killing his father. But then Piccolo encounters Raditz before he finds Goku yeah. and Raditz just fucks up Piccolo and instantly is like, oh wait, no, that's not, uh, that's one power level, but there's something stronger over there. And then he just leaves Piccolo. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, Piccolo, whatever, and, fuck you. Um, yeah. yeah, so Piccolo shows up and is like, hey, we're, we are enemies, but this guy is bad news. We probably need to to team up to take him out. Uh, right. And at this point, with Gohan being held hostage, Goku definitely quickly agrees, uh, and 
this episode more or less ends with them setting out to find Raditz, uh, and, uh, and they're able to find it. Oh, you know what? Okay. So they have dragon radar, mm -hmm. uh, which is can find the dragon balls. And because Gohan has the four star ball on his hat, they're able to take Bulma's dragon radar and find where, uh, Raditz has taken Gohan. Uh, and so they, they come upon uh, him and basically are going to team up and, and try to fight him. Uh, and way more talk about power levels at this point and way like, you know, that, that Goku and Piccolo are, are way weaker than Raditz and, uh, a lot of that sort of stuff. Uh, also you get a sense here that Gohan is maybe super powerful. Yeah. He just kind of freaks out at some point. I think he like jumps way high in the air and just screams and there's weird lightning and everything. Yeah, so that's in the next episode when they're actually, oh, when they're, right. when they're actually fighting Gohan. But at this, this, oh, right. this point, you know, he's using his scouter and looking around and, and, and it keeps going off when he looks right. at the pod that has Gohan and he's like, ah, this thing's broken. There's That's no way, right. you know, and and so anyway, they basically show up ready to fight Raditz at the end of this episode. Again, like these so far, these episodes pretty good at leaving cliffhangers like 22 yeah. minutes long. But each one is definitely like, yo, you got to see what happens after this because it's nuts. Yeah, like, if okay, I knew I, this existed as a kid, I mean, this is something where, like, at the end of every episode, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, start the timer right now for next Saturday or whenever the next one comes on. Yeah, but but also, like, I, some of these episodes are so talk-heavy, and, and you know, like, this episode is a great cliffhanger, but not a lot happens in it. It is just kind of an info dump. Right. Uh, so, but they're also, like, 21 minutes long. Right, yeah. But so if I had to, like, wait a huge length of time, like, it's, it's great to be able to just go, like, fuck, I'm going to watch the next one. Yeah, uh, and and go right to the next thing, uh, having to wait a day or a week or whatever it ended up being uh, when they originally aired. Uh, I that would be frustrating with the way yes. these things are structured. Uh, and then the third episode is largely the fight. Uh, it is largely Goku and Piccolo teaming up, trying to defeat Raditz, uh, and getting very fucked up along the way. Mm -hmm. um, Piccolo loses. A, mo a mountain gets fucked up. A yeah. Okay. So so this is. <laughs> This is the part where like fireballs are established as <laughs> I, the weapon of choice or beam attacks and stuff, but also they seem very dodgeable. I don't know. These things don't seem like they're moving all that fast and and I I'm having a hard time buying the fireball as like the most devastating attack because of how easily Raditz just kind of deflects some of them or steps out of the way. But also, yeah. yes, they're going off like fucking atomic bombs uh, and hitting mountains and blowing them up. Like they, they seem incredibly devastating, which I guess just speaks to the power of the combatants involved. Well, they're, they're super telegraphed. Like, you know, Piccolo keeps trying to charge the super attack by like rubbing his fingers together for a long time. And yeah. Goku's distracting, which uh, by Raditz. the way, happens after Piccolo has already lost one of his arms. Yes, it just gets ripped off. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and so I, I, there's not much homing to these fireball attacks. They're like a fire missile in Twisted Metal, where it's like there's a slight little home to yeah. it. But unless you're facing pretty dead on, it's they're just going to step out of the way. Because uh, he shoots his giant attack. He charges it all the way up. I think that's the one that Raditz just like sidesteps and hits a mountain or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and so they have to end up distracting uh, Raditz to, so that they can hit him with it. Uh, and it ends up being a last-ditch effort uh, with all involved. This is the point you were talking about where Gohan busts out because he is so mad uh, at, at about being held hostage and 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 scared and all this other stuff that he powers up, busts out of his damn cage, his, <laughs> his, his space ball that, that uh, Raditz stuck him in, and kind of just does a flying, glowing attack headbutt 
to Raditz, <laughs> cracking his armor and and being like the most devastating attack he's ever faced. Yeah, uh, the this, first time he's this ever been baby hurt. monkey guy. Yeah. Um. So the thing you learned at this point is that all of these characters, Gohan, Goku, and Piccolo, seem to be able to alter their power levels based on how you know they're charging up or they're like they're emotional. Um. And so it's not the static power. Like the implication, I think, is that Raditz is just a static power level. And he's just like right. an even keel, like, hey, this is how powerful I am. If you're not more powerful than this, uh, I got you. Uh, but yeah, because he seems shocked, like, at, at the fact that it's even possible that somebody's altering the power Right, like, level. Piccolo is charging up, and he's, like, over, th- he's, like, 1,300 or something by the time he's done charging, and Raditz is fucking, like, blown away at the idea <laughs> that, like, this yeah. power level has changed one bit. Uh, and so, just by virtue of, you know, the, like, the, the teamwork... Uh, and a little bit of luck and Gohan's involvement, because this is also, I think, where we learn that Goku is kind of a fucking simp. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is he stupid? I think Goku might be totally stupid. I think he might be, too. He, yeah, so so he, he ends up uh, grabbing Raditz by the tail, uh, which prevents Raditz from charging up his attack and, and, and really kind of sucks the power out of him. Uh, and he's, So they've got him right where they want him. And then mm-hmm. Raditz very easily talks Goku into letting go. It's like, oh, I'll be good. I'm, I'll, I'm, uh, you're right. I've fucked up. And then Goku is a moron uh, and lets him go. Uh, Piccolo, however, is like, hey, don't do you. Don't be an f- idiot, idiot. Uh, but he very easily is just like, okay, I guess we. It's, I guess we're friends. Uh, and then things go bad. Well, it's one of the billion things that reminds me of wrestling in this show is that like baby faces, you know, good guys are typically pretty stupid and will fall for tricks from the heels. And so to see Goku like just like believe pickle or uh, Raditz here is a pretty basic baby face thing to do. And then he does the thing where he grabs him from behind while Piccolo is charging up his super. Yeah. And then he shoots his crazy thing. And I was totally expecting the wrestling thing of like, hey, I'm holding this guy by the arms so my tag team partner can hit him with a chair. Oh, no, the bad guy moved out of the way and he hit me with a chair. Uh, But it turns out they both get super fucked up. Yeah. So uh, Piccolo's attack goes goes through Raditz and then through Goku, who is who is holding Raditz from behind to keep him still to keep him from dodging. Uh, Which then uh, between that and between Gohan's attack, this is the end of Raditz. Uh, they have they have stopped the threat, but Raditz definitely says like, "Hey, there are two more like me that are more powerful than me that will be here in a year, uh, right. so watch out." Um, and then Piccolo fucks up and tells him about the Dragon Balls, mm-hmm. and says like, uh, "Because Goku, Goku is dead." So also big shocker here in the third episode of the series, <laughs> the one character you think of when you think of Dragon Ball is dead. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So I, I assume with the Dragon Ball in, and 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 then Piccolo kind of lets it off the hook a little bit by saying like, "Ah, Goku won't be dead long." Here we have a thing called the Dragon Balls, and if you get all seven of them, you can make a wish, uh, which right. then be, is transmitted to the other two Saiyans. Uh, so they reroute their plans instead of waiting a full year. They are now going to go head straight to Earth uh, and try to get these balls. Which they were just hanging out, sitting on top of some like giant praying mantis corpses and yep. eating. Yeah. And I think one of them brought up the fact that like, oh, hey, we could totally get these dragon balls and bring Raditz back to life. And they're like, bah, Raditz is an idiot. Fuck him. And I think <laughs> they just want to like kill Goku or something and get the dragon balls for themselves. That it seems kind of like up yeah, in the air. It, it seems like they don't even necessarily care about Goku. It's just like, we should get these dragon balls and then we can be immortal. That seems like a, that'd be good. 
Uh, so right. it seems like that's what is set in motion, and and that's where we've we've left it here. These three episodes, a, a pretty powerful set <laughs> yes. of like, okay, uh, the the main protagonist is dead. His son is way more powerful <laughs> than you thought, and there are two bad guys heading to this world. Uh, to get these Dragon Balls so that they can become immortal, that's probably bad. Everyone needs to be preparing. Meanwhile, Goku is dead. Uh, and, and his brother. The main character and his brother are dead in the first hour of this, like, hundreds-long episode show. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it seems like he definitely won't stay dead. Um, I'm guessing not. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to watch how he kind of comes back to life. How that If that's, like, a long process of them trying to get the Dragon Balls back together to bring back Goku or, or however it ends up happening. I don't know. Um, well, so who do you think, like, who wants Goku back right now? I think the people at the Kame house, for sure. Yeah, Chi-Chi, his wife, would certainly want Goku back. His son, Gohan, oh. would certainly want him back. That weird little Krillin guy that I've heard he's a human, but I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't know what Krillin's about. Um, no. <laughs> it's, I don't, no, no idea what's going on with Krillin. So, yeah, it, it seems like every character we've met so far... With the exception of maybe Piccolo, uh, wants Goku and 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 uh, you know the the two other Saiyans that are coming to town. Uh, they they all seem to want Goku back. Also, they already have three of the Dragon Balls. Well, but would okay the the two guys, the two other Saiyans, would they want Goku back to try to turn him to be like, oh hey, remember why you're here? Remember why you're you're saying you're supposed to destroy this place? Like, are they trying to turn him heel? Basically, I don't know. I you know I, I think that's probably something they well if they've been hearing everything that so if if the the item the the scouter thing that Raditz is wearing transmits uh, information to the other Saiyans, then they already know that Goku's probably not gonna change sides. Right, they, and they that probably, he's also pretty powerful. And that he's dead. Yes, uh, but his son is a crazy powerful monkey child. Right, so they probably know the score on that stuff, and they're more like, okay, well, let's go, let's go be super powerful. Let's get these balls and be immortal. Uh, yeah. I, that seems like their play uh, at the end of the episode. Uh, and so I, I think, I, I suspect that will be the struggle, right? It'll be who can get the Dragon Balls, the people that want to bring Goku back or the bad guys that want to become immortal. I, I, I feel like that's the stage that has been set for what, what is to come. And I have a feeling that's going to be a recurring thing throughout the series as characters die and bad guys have crazy wishes they want granted. I bet it's going to be a lot of, hey, we're trying to get the Dragon Balls and a lot of episodes ending with like, oh, I got the sixth one. I just need one more and, you know, stuff like that. Right. Uh, yeah. Which uh, the, the original Dragon Ball really was just kind of a long quest to get all seven. Uh, right. Like it was a journey to find all the Dragon Balls, I guess. Uh, and then a martial arts tournament happened somewhere in there, I guess. Uh, so this seems like it's going to be way more of like, who's got the balls? When yeah, and what's where? What's the status and, of the balls? Yeah, and, and how do these wishes work? I think, so here's another crazy reference here is, uh, so the, the dragon's name is Shenron. Yes. Uh, which is the Japanese pronunciation, more or less, of Shenlong. <laughs> Uh, which basically okay. it pretty much means rising dragon, uh, which is the, so that's kind of the Chinese term for reused dragon punch uh, in, in, in a way. And so that's another weird fighting game element weird. that kind of seems to have come that, that potentially came from this or, or other stories like it. Um, right. I'll have to d dig into that if I want to know for sure. But yeah, another, <laughs> another thing uh, along the way. Um, yeah, so I feel like that's the stage that's set. What, where do you think it, do you think that's where it goes from here? 
I, I think with that cliffhanger, the third one, that is clearly what they're setting up here. I bet episode four will be another kind of like establishing thing of like, okay, the the B story or the A story is uh, the two other Saiyans coming to Earth and kind of just surveying what's happened. And the other story is the the Kame House people uh, just trying to like, you know, they're going to going to Goku's house where he's got three and six above his fireplace or whatever. You got to grab Gohan's hat ball uh, and then try to find out where those other four balls are. Because that, we don't even have like a lead on those four other balls. So that's the thing though, is is Bulma built the dragon radar that can detect the right. dragon balls. So ideally, uh, she'll be able to use that and they'll be able to kind of get pointed in the right direction uh, to, okay. to find the remaining balls. Uh, but so each episode does end with a teaser of what's going to happen in the next episode. Uh, in typical anime form, it's like, here's this other voiceover like recorded kind of out of character, but not really where it's like, Hey, it's me, Goku. What happens? What happens next time? I'm going to go do this. That's pretty weird. You know, that's, it's kind of a common <laughs> anime trope uh, that I've seen in, in some other shows. And so that shows that the, like Goku still plays a role in this story immediately. He is not necessarily right. uh, completely out of the story. Um, he's in some afterlife i guess uh, <laughs> well i have been skipping the because uh, they do kind of like at the beginning of each episode after the song it's like oh this is gonna happen oh this is gonna happen and then at the end it's like here's what happens next right time. i've been skipping that stuff yeah that's uh th that might be that might be the best way to go i think yeah. uh and or maybe watch that if you know after the fact or something because well whatever I, I was gonna say the only thing I'd, I'd say is that the the vo they do for those bits are <laughs> it's interesting because it's just kind of this dumb out of character or out of storyline, like the character right. telling you about the next episode. It's like breaking the fourth wall thing. Yeah. A little bit. And it's, it's strange. Uh, but you know, it, it, that's a very anime thing. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, I think we're probably are, are okay. I guess like the thing is, are, are you down to watch the next three episodes of dragon ball Z Kai and talk about them with me next time? 100 or, or are we done okay all right we are not oh no we're oh not we done. are not done we're not done uh yeah i i'm very i i want to see what happens next yes I, I was excited to talk about this today uh a because i knew it'd be fun to talk about but b because i just want to watch more now because yeah. i i think those three episodes like we determined that we were going to do three episodes before we knew that it was such a natural cutoff after this opening yeah uh it's probably not always going to be that way but uh yeah i'm very curious to see where it goes from here yeah same here um, yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's watch these next three episodes and get back together and talk about it. Uh, and then for folks at home, we'll, we're probably gonna, you know, over the time we got some ideas for bringing in some guests just to talk about the series in general. Uh, and maybe we'll get it together and take some of your emails or something along those lines. If you want to contribute to the discussion around these three episodes, uh, we're going to watch every time. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Dan. And he's Dan. And this is All Systems Goku. See you next time. <laughs>